Hey, you guys, before the episode with Brian and Aaron of the Throwing Shade podcast officially starts, I want to talk to you guys about Casper. Casper make amazing, high quality, super comfortable mattresses. They are revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. So basically, they're revolutionizing the whole mattress industry and the whole way that it works because instead of going to some stuffy showroom and laying or lying, I never know, on a bunch of mattresses for a few minutes, which does not translate into happiness with your mattress, you order it online, it arrives in a box, you, it, you have a cutting tool, you open it up, you watch the mattress unfurl. It's beautiful and magical. And then you have an amazing mattress. Um, it's two technologies, latex foam and memory foam. There's a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days, free delivery to the U.S. and Canada, and painless returns. And there's a special offer for you guys, listeners of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend. So again, www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here is the episode. I love chatting with them, and I think you will love them too. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm very excited to be sitting here in dining room studios with the hosts of the Throwing Shade podcast, Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi. Hey, yeah, wow, wow. You did it. I said it right. And I'm glad <laughs> that I listened to the episode where you said that it's Safi, not Safi. However, the point you were making is there's bigger things to care about in the world because I'm I would have said Safi yeah everyone says that I I've, I never care but I I have to admit I'm extra delighted when someone gets it right <laughs> and so I'm now delighted well perfect yeah. I had such a fun time on your podcast so I did oh, we loved having yeah. you yeah I loved being what if had? we didn't and we were like <laughs> can we confront you about it right now <laughs> oh that would be that would be fun that I would, mean, not for be, me, but for someone, listeners, maybe. Right, they'd yeah. be interested by yes, it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but anyway, I had such a good time that I was like, I have to get you guys on my podcast. And now here you are. So excited. We are doing it. So much to talk about. Now, as you know, because we talked about it a little bit when I was on your show, there's the Thursday version of my show and the Monday version of my show. And the Thursday version is where it's a bunch of us talking about a bunch of stuff. Monday version is where I really plumb the depths of the people who are on the show. However, I'm going to do something uncharacteristic, which is I need to start by telling you a story of something that just happened to me so I can find out your thoughts about it because I I can't wait. Okay, good. Here we go. I was walking Wendy, that is my dog, right before the podcast started, coming around the corner and this older lady in like a nightgown slash house coat, I want to say she's in her 70s, comes stumbling out onto the sidewalk she's holding a cordless phone and she has some cash in her hand and she says and she has like i want to say a romanian accent but i could be off by a thousand couple countries yeah yes (laughs) but an accent and she says excuse me and i turn around uh and then for some reason i'm like oh i don't think she's talking to me probably because it doesn't make sense that she would be really and i'm kind of far away and you don't even like cordless phones (laughs) no yeah exactly uh and then 
I, so I kind of start, you know, I turn back around to, to walk away. Um, cause also I think I was getting the like, this is some, something weird's afoot yeah. vibe, but I, I tend to just, that's my default setting, I think. Um, and then she says, excuse me, excuse me. And I turn around. She says, I want to ask you a question. Um, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> this is what happens when you talk to strangers. Yeah. Uh, so then she wants to know, can you bring dogs into the market? Like if you, you know, can, can you bring her? Yeah. Right. Can you bring her? Or I don't think she, you know, knew that Wendy was a she. That's okay. Um, can you bring the dog into the market? And I say, usually not. Or like, no. Right. Um, thinking that she wants to know if I can bring Wendy into the market because she has a dog and she wants to know if she can bring her dog into the market. I don't yes. know. That, that's the that's what I would think. I have, yeah. a different, I have a different thought instantly. You do? Because you might be right. She, she wants you to be her errand girl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It what? took me a while to realize that. So then... Um, I would do anything for that kind of confidence, by the <laughs> well, way. Like, I, mean, I really would do anything for just to walk up to someone and be like, "Can you? I need groceries. Can you do right. this? Yeah, that would almost be better incredible. than beating around the bush. It, of it like, took a while. <laughs> yeah. It took a while for me to understand what she was saying. Are your shoes capable of walking blocks? Yeah. <laughs> Did she compliment you a lot first? No, oh. she didn't even... That's the thing I was thinking. She didn't even say like, hi, I'm Helga. What's your name? What a cute dog. You look able-bodied. Like none of that. Ugh. Wow. So anyway, um, so then she, she says something like, because I have in there. And she's pointing into an apartment. And this is when I think she's... And I'm like, oh, there's a dog that lives next to us that barks all the time. She must own that dog. Because we've been wondering, whose dog is this? Like, my brain's doing all sorts of math. Very wrong math, quickly. And I'm thinking, she's saying, I have a dog in there, but I want to go to the market. And she's saying something about eggplant. (laughs) (laughs) And then I say, well, you know, maybe if you hold the dog, it would be okay. but, But usually not. Because usually you're not allowed to bring a dog into a market. Right. And then she says, um, and I'm like trying to leave. <laughs> trying to oh, go. yeah. And she's- Is Wendy helping or is she just sitting Wendy's down? Wendy's is like quietly growling and kind of like pacing back and forth on the leash. Right. right. Uh, Have you noticed this? Sorry to interrupt. When you want to get out of a situation, the dog actually doesn't help. Even if the dog is barking. Right. The person won't let you. No, doesn't see that that there's like a stressful situation for you, and they will just keep talking. This woman did not care that clearly I wanted none of this, and also Wendy wanted none yeah. of this. Like there was, it's interesting she chose me. I wonder was I the ninth person she chose on this day? I don't know. So anyway, she says I have a woman in there. I can't leave. I want eggplant f- to make medicine for her. Listen, I'm on board with her. Like, I I think I would have done it. I think I would have done it because, A, when anyone asks anything of me, like, they deserve it. I agree with them. Like, I'm like, you probably do. Like, I should do this. But, B, I mean, if you would have got – what woman? Well, so then I said – But see, I know. And also, this woman is old. How old is the woman she's watching? Oh, I mean, right. That was my first thought, but now that I now What's I'm this saying baby it out loud, Jane situation yeah. they've got going on. True, yeah, right, <laughs> totally. So then I say, which market? Because there's Ralph's, which is sort of it's 
sort of close. And then there's pavilions, which is not at all close. These are the markets I know. Yeah. And she mentions like just some, it, apparently there's some little market near some little bank. There are <laughs> a bunch of like Eastern European right. tiny fruit markets in this area. And I'm trying to imagine hoofing it to this market, not being sure if I'm at the right market, also not knowing how to choose which eggplant and trying to handle Wendy at the same time. And also I need to get home to finish preparing for the podcast. But there's no way I can say to her, I wish I could, but I have to do a podcast shortly. <laughs> there's no way she's going to understand that. Can you imagine? That. I wish you... <laughs> I, I kind of wish I had. What would her Just blank, blank blinking for right. her. No idea. So then I say, maybe the store delivers. And she's like, no, I, you know, I want... It, it's just right there. You go. She really wants me to go. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I can't with the dog. Um, and she's unclear on what I'm saying. And I'm like, maybe they deliver though. And she doesn't seem to get, and I, and she's holding a phone. So I say, call them, they'll bring it to you. And then I walked away, but feeling like that was weird. And I kind of feel guilty, but I'm kind of irritated that I feel guilty. Like, I just feel like maybe I should have just done it, even though I did not get the sense that the market was so close that it would have been only a couple extra minutes. Right. It's not like it was around the corner. Right. Yeah. And also she, she could have done it. I mean, right. I mean, if the question is, can you take a dog versus me take a, I don't know. Did you see her move? What do you mean? I mean, like, could, oh, like, was she like, able body? Like, was she just standing there, or did you see her walk? She walked a little bit. The sense mm-hmm. I got was she can't leave the lady that she wants to make eggplant right. medicine for. Shit. I don't know what I would have done. But that would have been a real, real. Uh, I don't buy mark. it. I really? don't buy it. Well, the, another thing. First of all, you though take, she's watching her soaps, and you have no problem taking. She Aaron takes her does take her dog into grocery stores. Like, oh, it's not, no really? problem. But here's the other thing: is your dog smaller than Wendy? No, same size. <laughs> yeah, same size, and I. It's fully you know, illegal for her because to do my boyfriend. I was not for it. My boyfriend's Italian, and he was like, "Just take the dog in and just act like it's not a big deal." And I was like, "I can't do that. You do it," <laughs> and he does it. And so I've taken the dog into the Sprouts Market once. You know, I have to be honest with you. I think part of my first reaction is that I would have done it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would have. I think I wouldn't have done. I it. wouldn't. I don't think I would have been able to walk away. Well, no. If you got a time constraint, it's hard. Yes. If yeah. I didn't have a time constraint right. if, and if I didn't have a dog with me and if I were wearing shoes that were a little more comfortable, I would probably would have done it except I don't see this is by one the of way, those, the eggplant's not gonna cure anybody. I know. Like, that bothered the, me too. The other thing is like <laughs> it's like that's not you not getting the egg, eggplant, the result of that's not gonna be that someone's dead. Right. Allison, do you know what I mean? listen to what you can do though. Okay. You could, in the dead of the night, go get some eggplant. <laughs> oh, I could redeem myself. And you could put it on her doorstep. Do a little princess move. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, they did just remove the eggplant emoji for some weird reason. Because everyone know was using it as a dick? Oh, is that why? I don't it's know. It's gotta oh, be. Anyway. I didn't know don't they tell removed her. it. Yeah. Like today. Why? I don't know. That also might be a fake story that I thought was real, <laughs> but it, it looked real. It's a racist thing. Really? People were using it as a racist emoji. What? What could it for? I'm even trying to think what that could mean. It is it is a, a derogatory term for a certain race of people. So now people really? are putting derogatory meaning onto emojis. Oh, I assume people did it instantly. I'm sure you're right. I only, I mean, I only use it right. as a penis. I, I just had never thought of that. Well, wow. am I the only one who's like, wait, what group of people? No, I am that too. Are we I, all going to have to just know. Google or are you going to yeah. tell us? Well. You could watch the movie The Jerk. It is explained in the movie The Jerk. That's a pleasant way for you to figure that, that out. Okay. But you're making this real complicated. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to say because I don't want to encourage it. Sure. Okay. Steve right. Martin calls black people eggplants in The Jerk? 
No, but there's a reference to it. Another oh. another character uses the term. <gasps> My God. Wow. In a very hilarious scene, a classic scene in the movie. So that's why they removed it. Well, good for Emoji.com or whoever's whatever. It is emoji.com. I don't know who's behind that. Well, it's wow. interesting, though, that enough people are familiar with that term who also use emojis. I would think those groups would yeah, not Yeah, I've never heard it in my life. Yeah, wow. me neither. And I'm like emoji primo. That's a- You know? No, I'm not. Brian goes on tours to talk yeah, about emojis. Yeah, talk about emojis. That's, yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Do, okay, so are we all decided that we wouldn't have done this? I, think, I wouldn't have done it, but I would do the fairy godmother thing. I would oh, yeah. I would take eggplant, but then I would also be like, can I even put him on her doorstep? Is she going to fall? You know what I was thinking? Yeah. Right. Oh, my I, God. Imagine if it backfired yeah. in that way. I think if if this... I don't know. I think... I th- let me put it this way. I think if this woman had said, I need help, someone upstairs is sick. Yes. I would have been like, what do you need? And right. I think you would have too. Yes. But eggplant, but it was I, the approach that I didn't appreciate. No, the approach is wild. But then I feel like, what's wrong? Like, oh, is that how I'm going to go through life? Just in my own little box, not helping people? Allison, I, I got out of a apartment situation where I was flanked by our... Who's... Actually, one of them died. And thank God, really, because... <laughs> And it I, wasn't a I good mean, situation because for her. she she was in a bad situation. She was Aaron living... was the youngest person in this apartment complex yes. by a good seventy years. Oh I'm well, not, then it you're was all ninety year old person. Yeah, but I got yeah, really apparently. exhausted by the favors. Yeah, I got really exhausted, and it, it's just at a certain point you have to be like, I'm sorry, like I can't put my baggage of like what if I was an old person and I couldn't help myself on the situation because I just. I just, you can't, because you can't help everybody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I, again, if it were any, practically anything else but a vegetable, I would have <laughs> right? been like... It was just so, it was so, it was so weird because there was no, like, can I ask you a favor, no. young lady, even though I'm not young or anything like that. Um, or even just help me, please, you yes, know what I mean? help I me, know. I'm in a crisis where I need She's eggplant. more like, nah, give me some eggplant. What yeah. I, yes, exactly. That's what not I was right. thinking is, if I had a couple more minutes, I would have said, give me your address, and then like just Instacarted it, or there's... There's yeah. ways to get eggplant. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but what, I, there's no way I could explain that to her. What would you do if someone asked, like, if, like, I always, this has never happened to me, but it would, I know it would scare me because I, you know, like, like 18, 17, 16 year olds make me nervous. I just don't yes, like, yeah. That was on the same episode where you talked about the correct pronunciation of your name. Someone was saying groups of male teenagers are oh, horrifying. All teenagers are scary. scary. I, I, there was a bunch of like th- 13 year old boys who kept saying pussy and vagina. Oh, right. And calling each other bitch and like you didn't know what to do the word fag and i was like if you so if you were if you were at a rite aid in like palm desert or something and a group of teenagers came up to you and said will you buy us beer what would you do well this is i was thinking and it doesn't have to be i was thinking that this situation earlier (laughs) is just what i thought of yeah (laughs) that's the flexible thing you can really get but i just mean out of town you're thrown off a little yes oh not in town when you're (laughs) not in la when you're when you've got your footing and you know where everything (laughs) is all the exits where you feel like more of a stranger i don't don't think i would do it yeah i don't not because i'm opposed to them drinking but i wouldn't personally want to get busted right but then again it would stay with me and i would think am i the what a lame-o i am (laughs) i know i I feel like that that i would be so haunted by what, what to do there but i think ultimately i wouldn't yeah now, Aaron, yeah. you seem to have really good boundaries. And this is based on mm-hmm. the fact that you let a woman who criticized your lip color know what's up. Uh, right? At, yeah. Outside yeah. of Redbird. 
Do you remember oh yeah, that, that was at that yeah. was at the um what's beef. that the chuck beef beef beef, steak. beef chuckles <laughs> beef, beef steak, steak yeah which is I've actually I've never gone but I just noticed that all my comedy friends post Instagrams from it. What is it? It's a big dinner for comedy writers and a it's, fundraiser. And, and they I don't know what this fun. I did the cheapo ticket, which is like to pay to go just have drinks, because um, I was I'm not a huge meat eater, and I was like I don't know if I want to. I don't like pretentious things, mm. and so it had a, it. I need to dip my toe in to see how right. pretentious it was going to be. How pretentious was it? Is it, you, you know what? I just don't like talking about work at night. I don't like talking <laughs> about it, and that is all these parties are. And in a way that's just like I don't want to go down the list of stuff that I'm not or am doing. Right, and that's what that is. That's that scene. Yeah. So I I wouldn't pay. For to have dinner with people who can't just like have a normal conversation. Well, so at this event, someone told you that the Was lip that color shitting on a charity good enough. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> someone told you that the lip color you were wearing, you shouldn't wear. It was too dark. Yeah. And you let her know that that in no way was helping other women. I let her, I didn't like most of those situations. I didn't know what, how to react in the moment. And then, but randomly, she had let me know that she did wardrobe at a company I used to work at. And so I hunted her email down <laughs> and then I told her what was up. And in a very like judicious way, because I don't think yelling at someone or saying, you know, that's fucked up. You shouldn't fucking do that. I just told her it hurt my feelings. And then it's just, there's just not a world for that. Like there's already enough judgment. And yeah. why would you do that to me? And then she did apologize. It was really nice of her. Um, she couched it with a lot of, um, excuses and then officially apologized, but I appreciated it nonetheless. What were her excuses? She was studying color theory and (laughs) (laughs) all she can think about is how, which colors go together and which don't. And that doesn't help. I was like, okay. It's like saying you were studying world war two. And so sorry, I called you the K word. (laughs) Yeah. that's It's it's also like saying like, I, I said a shitty thing, but I'm smart. It well, doesn't matter. You said also, a shitty thing. It's also saying it I said a shitty a thing and my th- that my education supports. <laughs> right. It's based on it, my advanced Facts. learning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, don't blame me. Blame color theory. Yeah. Sorry. I was um, discussing and studying all the rules of lipstick <laughs> right. and you were breaking them. So it was hard for me not to be an asshole to you. <laughs> I know. It was, it was crazy. But I, I, I generally, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of women do that to each other i don't think a lot of women i i have i'm very lucky in that all my girlfriends are very they we call each other out like if you do something dumb or you do something mean or you're being a bitch one of our friends is going to be like don't be don't be uncool don't do that like this is why you're doing it don't do it and it's nice and i want to join this group of oh, friends you, i can make this happen okay for you. great all brunettes and me naturally so let's just say you're a blind <laughs> Almost a blind, yeah. Uh, what color am I? That's yeah. really no one knows. Um, but it, I, so I appreciate that. And I also appreciate the way that they do it. And so I feel like it would be a better world if women felt more comfortable doing that with each other rather than just taking the shit, taking the shit and then being mad about it or yeah. like talking shit about them later. And like, I don't have any resentment towards her because we handled it. And we then, squashed the beef at beefsteak. That's beautiful. And that's uh, the point of beefsteak. Yeah. Ultimately. Starting beef. beef squashed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then also, um, there was an article written in a magazine about Gay of Thrones, which you created. And they, the, the writer kind of minimized your role. She credited me under a hairbrush. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a click through slideshow with a thousand photos of the star and then like a photo of an empty chair and a hairbrush and your name was under it. <laughs> Which my mom pointed out. I didn't even notice it. She's like, well, at least she was joking. She's like, at least you got credited under the hairbrush. And I was <laughs> like, okay. I also wrote her a letter. Right. And was like, this is not cool to do to other women. Well, so that this brings, I, She even this, interviewed me. Yeah, this this woman me, was clear what the score was on how that show was created. Right. As you pointed out in your, so I saw this on your website, you pointed out to her that you already told her what the deal was. Um, but this was sort of goes back to my thing, my sense that you have strong boundaries, healthy boundaries, and you're pretty good at being assertive. Is this true? It's, it's pretty much true. I don't have them really, I don't have a lot of good boundaries in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have confusion when it comes to what my gender role is in a relationship because my mother, I'm not gonna blame my mother, but basically my mom was always doing stuff for other people and then kind of resenting them for it. And so I catch myself doing that and then I have to, so the boundaries in my very interpersonal relationships I think can get wonky. Are you talking about like with your boyfriend? Yeah, with okay. my boyfriend, with my ex-husband. Um, I don't really think with you. I don't, I don't think so. No. I, I don't know. I've never felt that. Um, you would know. I well, you, I've never had to do your dishes, so we're probably no, pretty- yeah. I feel I feel like I feel like on the top of our minds all the time is like lean in. Like we <laughs> yeah, both yeah. have such a problem with that that like yeah. I think it is. I don't know. You've never done that to me. It it, it might also be like my inherent. It, it's it's it feels like two polar two things happening at once. Number one, my inherent uh, ability to see unfairness, which is directly related to the fact that I have a sister who's 14 months younger than me mm. and everything in our house had to be fair or one person was getting treated better right. than the other. And so it was constant fairness. And my sister is really good. She'll go to a restaurant and if she sees someone being mean to someone unfairly, she'll start yelling at them. <laughs> she's, she's yelled at, she yelled at a guy at Papacitos, which is like a Mexican place for being Houston, a dick to yeah. a ra- waiter and and people like got up and clapped but we're bad at interpersonal oh, wow. boundaries but we're really good at like policing people for unfairness and then that mixed with the idea of like what I see gender roles being and what I don't like about them and then me falling into them it's kind of that weird it it, it makes my boundaries kind of wonky mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I said a lot of stuff and no but yeah I liked all of it and Wait, I want to I want to find out about what that was like, um, like sort of enforcing the fairness. But first, I have to ask Brian. You said that both of you feel like you need to lean in. What do you mean by that? I think I just mean that. Um, I, I think there just is a, a thing ingrained, and in, certainly in in many women, and I think in many gay men that that um, for gay, for at least for for gay men, I think you just you grow up thinking and feeling like you you are having to keep who you are such a secret right some people don't but i had to and and i and i think because of that you just always i don't know for me it's always in the front of my head to like sit at the table to say what i think to not hide it or keep it inside me um because i feel like i might sound stupid or someone might judge me for it because i'm just so used to that and have i've just always worked at trying to shed that and be a you know forthcoming honest uh, assertive person, and so I think I think that's what I mean. That I think Aaron and I are are hypersensitive about being wronged right. in some way. Yeah. That like that I think, and maybe I don't know. I've never seen it in you to a fault necessarily. You know, I, I don't know that I've ever gone there. I'm sure I have, but um, I think that's what I mean. That that just I don't know. I deserve to be here, and mm-hmm. and I don't want to lie or keep down or hide how I really feel about something. So it sounds like what you're saying is you feel like you're 
natural tendency might be to shrink. So you're trying to fight that. To shrink, to fit in, to not draw attention to myself. Yes. That Yeah, I do feel it's a constant sort of like put yourself out there and really like try to give less fucks basically. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so Aaron, having a sister who was 14 months younger, is it just the two of you guys? Yeah. Um, who enforced the fairness? Was that a sort of a parental thing? Oh no, we did. Like we demanded it I, to the point where it drove my mom bananas. Like we would, my mom would like, let's say for example, like it was soda day, which we, and I say it because my mom was very limited on the amount of junk food that mm-hmm. we could eat. So we'd get, we'd get to split a can of soda. And if oh my boy. mom didn't, if it wasn't level on, in both glasses, we it, it would be a full meltdown <laughs> all the time. Can you imagine? And we shared a room. We always had the same amount of toys. Everybody, your mother had to be like a chemist, basically. Yeah. She like, no, she did. Like there's one gram difference. <laughs> exactly. She did lose it one day. I don't remember. Oh, I know what happened. We both wanted scrambled eggs, but then I changed my mind. And my mom, we had we had um, like children's tennis rackets that were made out of wood, and she took one of them and she just slammed it on the table and it broke into a million pieces. And I I always bring that story up to her like in a joking way, and she's like, "It was rotten. I'm not that strong." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was, it was enforced by us. And I think my parents, my poor parents, like my mom was a teenage mom. My dad was essentially a child, but 30 in, in a Vietnam <laughs> vet. And like his, his mom was like so many levels of insane. Like we used to leave him at the, he grew up in LA and he, she used to leave him at Gr- Grauman's that like, that's where he would get babysat. He would basically watch movies all day while she worked and then she would come like, so st- he's got he, my dad definitely has some like some adolescence uh, st- stunting uh, in 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 that regard. So my when my we demanded stuff from my parents, they thought that it was their job to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and they didn't they didn't really feel like they had the control over over us, and so we got to dictate the terms a little bit, and that cr- that caused a lot of chaos, and a lot of that rule following stuff was dictated. Just it is just how we all lived our lives because we we were the children demanding it. Did your you mentioned that your mom would do stuff for people and then resent it a little bit, which I think is kind of like a mom disease. Yeah. Moms of that generation disease. Um, did your mom resent you and your sister? Do you think? No, I think she just. I think she. I don't think she resented us. I think she resented. I think she just resented the fact. I think she took out some sort of frustration on us that she couldn't. She didn't feel the power to take time for herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't feel like she deserved time for herself and she didn't take it. And so she would always like, instead of like going out with her friends or whatever, she would just stay at home and make sure that we had like do stuff that we didn't really need. Mm-hmm. That to me, that generation of the mom thing that you mentioned is because yeah. our I, moms are the same age, right? Yes. And it always is kind of, I always feel sorry for that generation a little bit because um, they saw what the future generation of women was getting or how things were opening up a little bit more and then we're sort of stuck between two ideas of like be this perfect mother and wife and live your dream Mm -hmm. except you can't really and like i don't know that's always been so sad to me it's sort of just i feel like that started in the 50s or the 60s sorry yeah i think so like post-war that women finally got the opportunity to work and then had to go back to the home right um it's always just i that i don't know i always feel so i can 
critique my mom so much <laughs> as a parent, but I, I'm always like, well, but you never really got to do what you wanted. Oh, and that yeah. sucks. Yeah. My mom, yeah. when I got divorced, she was like, you're really lucky that you could get divorced because I couldn't get divorced when I was in 1982. Right, because it's like income. Yeah. 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 I was thinking today that by the time my mom was my age, I was 16 or Isn't 17. And I can't... And what would my life be like now if I had a 16 or 17-year-old? It would What it would mean is so so much of the parts of my life that are about me would wouldn't there wouldn't have been room for that right and yeah and it's kind of like what we're talking about now my mom didn't really get to do anything she wanted to do i don't know what what she wanted to do but she her life was all about the kids and the family right what's interesting about this about our generation i think is that we, I think people kind of poo-poo our decision to not have kids and to have dogs that replace our kids. But I, I was thinking about this last week. I was like, well, we're in a situation where we do have the choice, but if we want to have kids, we kind of can't afford them. Like, that's why, that's why I think a lot of people have dogs now because they're like, okay, well, I don't, I can't get IVF. I, I had to do my career. Now, now I can't afford IVF. Or you live in a major city and you're doing what you want with your life, but you can't, you're in a career or something and you, there's just not the support system to right. let that happen for you. Right. Yeah. It, um, it's interesting how many people, if they have kids, have them later in life. I, I'm totally dancing around something. By the time this airs, it will, I'm very, very newly pregnant. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and that's a yes. <laughs> you deserve that. Thank you. As we record this, I have not really said it publicly, but I'm going to shortly. I just wanted to, like, most people wait until, or a lot of people wait until the second trimester to talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been so public about trying to get pregnant that I am going to talk about it sooner. Um, so. I just wanted to have it confirmed by the blood test, which was yesterday. So that is That's awesome. Thank you. Did you tell eggplant lady? <laughs> I can't. You know, when I got home, I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm pregnant. I can't yeah. do that." But it's like too soon for that really to be a thing. Um, but I think a lot about being a product of this generation, having waited so long. We did IVF. It was not easy at all. Um, but I feel like almost all the kids I meet in LA were the products of IVF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anyone who, I don't know anyone who does it like they do in the old days. Yeah. Here at least. It is. I have to, yeah, I agree. It, it is, it, it is rare to meet someone. I just assume everyone has done IVF yeah. at this point. <laughs> I just assume it. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, it's great Congratulations. Thank yeah. You. Congratulations. So wait, so do neither of you guys want kids? I don't. I don't know. No. Do you know that they, in Israel, do you get IVF for free? As many, really? ra- as many rounds as you want. That's insane. They just I mean, want people to not, but... procreate. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't want children. That's never been something that I've wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a dog like two weeks ago, and like congratulations. Thank you. It was very exciting. I was. I don't. Were you? Was it? <laughs> yeah. It was. Thank you very much. And I, I hope. I hope that people remember that more than the fact that you're pregnant. No. It, hey. That yeah. I got this dog. Your dog is cute now. This thing, who knows? Anything could happen. It's going to be a while. Even when they're born, it takes a while for them to be cute. Yeah, yeah. for like the first month, they're, they're in the blonde Alien. phase. Yeah. 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 Um, what kind of dog? He's like a, a poodle terrier miniature mix. He's like 15 pounds. He looks Aww. like George Washington. Looks like George Washington. <laughs> 
His name's Sherman. He's very sweet and is already – it's so funny. And I'm sure you will feel this way about your baby. And you, I know you do about your dog. Uh. You you are sort of like, I can't imagine it without you. Yeah. It's only been two weeks. I can't imagine life they without you. They change your life. They do. It's We're crazy. We're talking about dogs, by the way, yes. listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not children, although I'm sure they right. do too. But you, you, do you? We never talk about I don't that. know. I, I just – I go back and forth. I had a friend who – the, it was in a complicated situation, essentially, where her great nephew was living with her, and mm-hmm. he was under two. And I would go over there and help her out with him on Tuesdays, and it was great. And then I would get home, and I would be wiped out. Yeah. And I mean, I was doing it by myself, but um, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really selfish. I'm really selfish, and I think that would be a hard thing. I'm sure I would get. I'm sure I would stop being selfish, but. I mean, Same. I, don't know. I think if it were a baby boom situation and someone were like, here's this baby, I would rise to that occasion. Yeah, and I exactly. feel like I would, I would do, if a give baby it was forced all. on you. <laughs> yes. And I had to bring it to my executive meetings. Then, yeah. yeah. And you had, and then you went in the country and made applesauce. <laughs> exactly. I was, I would, apples, I was like, this is the one with Diane Keaton yes. and the applesauce, right? By the way, that movie holds up. It's it does. still, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's, it's still so, so good. good. Yeah. You know what? I And League of Their Own. How about Ruthless People and Big Business? Because those were ones I was into a long time ago. Both hold up. Do you know that the original script for Big Business, I know because I read it recently, is extremely racist? (gasps) Like the one before they started rewriting it. Like in the first five pages, N-word a few times. Really? Isn't crazy? I don't even remember the plot of that movie, but how is that even in there? Yeah, exactly. Oh, because two of them are country country, bumpkins, kind of. Yes. It was. It was. Oh, and it was to illustrate how bumpkiny they are. I guess it was pretty shocking. Weird turn. But yeah. big business as it exists <laughs> in a not, very non-racist is still excellent, and so is ruthless people. I need to check both of them out. Yeah. Brian, what was your childhood like? You are from Texas. From Texas, my parents are. Um, well, my mom, especially, big Trump supporter. My dad, really, yes, both of them. Wow. Um, and. Uh, I don't know. It's the same sort of thing you were talking about with your mom that I always, and I think a lot of, probably a lot of gay guys fit into this cliche of really feeling for your mother, Mm -hmm. (laughs) really feeling badly for her. My mom uh, is a musician and I think um, probably wanted to see that through more than she actually did, even though I I don't think she'd play out her life any differently. But I don't know. I, 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 uh, but I grew up in a very, I mean, we were in, uh, an Episcopal school every day and then church every Sunday. My parents are very religious and in, uh, and, um, and then also very traditional. My, my dad's side of the family is Syrian and his parents come from Syria and are very old school, sort of very sweet, but uh, it was a very conservative upbringing mm-hmm. for sure. And so um, when I dropped that bomb, it, it dropped hard. <laughs> at, at what age did you realize you know, I've never thought about that. Weird. Really? Isn't that strange? Really? I I've would... never thought about it. How? Well, how you probably no couldn't. You? you probably couldn't think about it. I think right? maybe. Yeah. I, um, I okay. I knew that. I was a. Ch- I think that honestly, I think the first time I really knew uh, and would admit that I was attracted to guys was probably like my senior year in high school. Really? It, a, it took a while. Because I remember I recall, having a crush on Davy Jones when they would play monkey repeats. Yeah. And I was like in kindergarten or first grade. Yeah, I had a crush on Nick from The Electric Company. <laughs> I think that was his name. <laughs> See, I don't know if I just had like no sexuality for a while because I don't remember, and I've talked about this, I don't remember ever having a celebrity crush or thinking anyone was cute. Do you remember anybody in your family? No, I'm interviewing you. Do you remember That's anyone okay. in your family um, saying being gay is bad? Like, did you grow up with that rhetoric yes. growing up? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I never had like a, a childhood crush, really, that I can recall. Yeah. And were you, so 
by senior year of high school, you felt like you were attracted to boys. Had you gone through a phase of trying to be attracted to women? Yes. I stuck with that phase through like my first few years of college too. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I was a late bloomer. I did. Uh, I never had sex with a woman though. But um, God, it makes me so sad to think about just being like, I'm tired. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Or like I have to wake up so early tomorrow morning for tap class. You know what I mean? Like this is like, it makes me feel so sorry for this woman. How would you touch their boobs? Like transactionally? Um, no, I think <laughs> like, I could. It was the kind of thing because I think when you're that young and and also I was so sexually inexperienced until mm-hmm. I was like 21. Um, I think any touch sort of did turn me on. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, was so yeah, yeah. a boy can get a boner in a second from right, anything, right. and so I think it didn't feel that transactional. It right. d- but it definitely didn't feel. And it didn't feel gross. It just didn't feel right. Right. And I knew that it wouldn't be. It never in my never in my head did I think I would marry a woman ever. So you knew that you knew you knew that it wasn't for you. You were just going along with it. I knew that it would be. I knew that it was like a full blown lie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How, what, what, that must have been hard. It was. It was especially because. Um, you know, again, that thing of like you really just – I think I think the thing that uh, any kid is afraid of the most is disappointing their parents, mm-hmm. especially if their parents for all intents and purposes are pretty good. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think I was always – I still live in fear of that. I mean, it's, it's not uh, – it's really not to this day any more acceptable to them that I'm gay than mm-hmm. it was then. I am just um, – you know – it just that is not my issue any longer. I've learned how to deal with that, right? Which has been nice. But uh, so how how did it go when you came out? Horror, like couldn't have gone worse. Um, uh, Speaking of Lily Tomlin, oh yeah, <gasps> I came out to my parents under a poster of Big Business. <gasps> I'm not even kidding. Wow, that, uh, wow, this that's podcast so cr- was meant to be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. It went horribly. It really went very horribly. They, they. Uh, my mom found a picture uh, that I had hid of the guy I was seeing at the time of mm. his dick. <laughs> so it was actually a horror story. Was it like an actual photograph? It was like a yeah, like old school, right. not on a phone that I didn't even that I never requested. This was like a, this guy was kind of a douche and like just gave me this picture. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything that I even <laughs> looked at again. You I know what I mean? It was just this like photo in handy. Oh god. I was just like whatever, fine. So it was weird. like in the back of my drawer. My mom found it. It was a total disaster. And I didn't speak to them probably for like a couple years. Realized that that didn't really make me happy. That but now you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't speak to them because of their reaction when you told yes, them, be- which which was what horrible. I'd rather you have lung cancer. I'd rather you be oh dying. I'd rather. I mean, it was it was awful. Um, and really couldn't go, went worse than I even thought it would because it is so true. They knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there it was every sign in the world to them. Especially when I think back on it, I'm so embarrassed about like the you know not embarrassed, but um. Self-conscious, I guess, about the things that I made them buy me that they knew. You know, they like knew. Like what? Um, well, the thing – like the soundtrack to Sound of Music. Like, you know what I mean? Just like s- stuff like like that. <laughs> like, can I take tap classes? Right. Can't, you know, that kind of thing that I think they um, – that they knew. Of course they yeah. knew. And I was lucky enough to be surrounded by so – your wait. Can your mom – your mom bought you this soundtrack? To Sound of Music, but wouldn't let you eat strawberry ice cream? Yeah, stuff like that. She wouldn't the, let you eat strawberry I ice cream? I asked for a strawberry cake for, for my birthdays, and they she, they wouldn't do it because they were they thought it would it was too feminine. Like, that it, doesn't make any sense to me. It, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. It was just – they were so – and really – That's – that is – sorry. That's no, funny. It's Yeah, it was. And it, it was hysterical, <laughs> Allison. <laughs> sorry. 
flavor be gender? Gay. Yeah. I know, right? And I so I went through a couple of years of just not really having them in my life. It didn't mm. really work for me, and I know yeah. it didn't work for them. And so now it's just sort of a weird. I don't even want to say negotiation because I haven't. I don't negotiate anything with them at this point, mm. except for when I go home. Derek, who's my boyfriend really partner been together for years Derek uh, doesn't come with me but see, his parents are the same way so we've, oh. we've never met each other's parents which honestly I see more good in that than bad <laughs> and I'm not even kidding I really do I I'm, I don't I like to impress as few people as possible <laughs> and um, but I don't know so it, it is sort of it sucks because I miss out on things in their life they miss out on things in mine but I'd rather them be there in some capacity than mm-hmm. not at all and I'm also fortunate to have a brother and sister who are wonderful right. and grandparents who are and aunts and uncles who are it really is just these two people I think also when you come into religion late in life mm-hmm. it's never good and that's what they did yes I think that uh, I think when you're born into a terribly religious situation I think you like I was mm-hmm. I think you sort of it becomes old hat. You, I don't know. You get a little looser with things. And I think when, as an adult, when maybe you've gone through something dark, which wasn't necessarily the case with them, but just you find something late mm-hmm. like that, you're really fervent with it. And you're right. really unyielding with it. Like, and I think, like I am with yoga. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I think Or I am with Vanderpump also. Rules. Exactly. Yes, it's the same thing. Oh, it we is. talked about that when I was we, on of your Of course, show. yeah. Wait, um, did you – Did I forget. Did you guys talk about the fact that Brian – took a date to to sir i don't think so when you and chris went to sir oh we went to villa blanca oh sorry sorry no that's where you take your spouse sir is where you take your mistress pumps where you take your boyfriend oh that's right she says that right lisa says yeah (laughs) Yeah. except aaron i follow the rules that have been (laughs) set by vanderpump is that like i hope that is like the last like in the book the rules they've added an addendum (laughs) just in the last page after the page it's like what about the rules after marriage continue the rules throughout your entire relationship eat to the grave yeah p.s villa blanca's for taking away (laughs) yeah um well how was it toro like truly terrible this is the second time i've heard something negative about the food at one of these vanderpump it's, it's places. awful i mean it's it's be- like i got a be- they recommended the beet salad because i didn't think it would be good that- you know when a plate when the menu's too big at a place yes you're like what's that like cheesecake factory kind right of- like there's advertising in the menu right it's like that <laughs> yeah um they didn't know they were like they didn't know what a manhattan was when i ordered a drink they had never heard of really? it. really nobody there had ever heard of it but they're, they're supposed to have some good bartenders. Our waitress carried a purse the entire time. Like she was ready to bolt out of there. And um, everything they recommended was the worst version of that I've ever had. Like the beet salad was canned beets not even cut. Oh, wow. It was just like Ew. the flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just disgusting. It was awful. That's. But we saw Martin. Do you know who that is? Martin, Martin. Lawrence? No, and you because you're not a Real Housewives person, right? No, I'm not. So Martin is a family friend of theirs that's occasionally on Real Housewives. Oh, Wait. He's British, older. Yes. He's like Kenan. Who's his? Does he have a girlfriend or a wife? He was dating Kim from Real Housewives. Of I New believe York. he was on. He or, might have been uh, on Beverly an episode Hills. of. There was an episode of Vanderpump Rules where all of Lisa's, like, where all the servers are catering or they're serving a bunch of Lisa's friends. He was there. And I was like, is this also being shown on Real Housewives? I feel like this is being shown on it both shows. It might have shows. been like a crossover thing. I think thing. Martin was there. Yeah, yes. he for sure was. Okay. He like, so you saw him. And I think I've told you this before, but the, oh my God, how am I forgetting his name? The like main old school honk on Vanderpump Rules. Jax, Jax? is always at Villa Blanca during lunch hour. 
I can't believe he didn't know what a Manhattan was. Sitting at a table outside. Oh, no, you did tell me Waiting this. for selfies, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, they didn't know what a Manhattan was. They'd never heard of it. That is crazy. It was shocking. Do you ever watch Gordon Ramsay's uh, Kitchen Hell's Nightmare? Kitchen? Oh, Kitchen Nightmare. Oh, Hell's Kitchen. I used to watch Hell's Kitchen. I have only seen Kitchen Nightmare like, once or twice. You're not a fan. Of Gordon Ramsay? Of, of Kitchen Nightmares. Because that's my I could, real housewives. Really? I yeah. could get into it if maybe I it's should. It's just him yelling at people who deserve it mm-hmm. and then making them cry and then fixing their restaurant. AKA Aaron's full-blown mentor, spirit animal. Let me tell you something. Guidance counselor. If I could have a show where I just went in somewhere and just said everything that was wrong and people listened to me and then I fixed stuff. It would be amazing. It is the it is dream. The, it is a TV restaurant version of popping zits to me. <laughs> yeah. There's a before and an after. There is a transaction. You're helping somebody. You're it's hands on. So you guys have a TV show based on your podcast. We will. Yes. We will. In the future. In January. That's so exciting. We're yeah. really excited. I hope none neither of us dies. That yeah, I hope <laughs> I think that would, about it a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll be on TV land in January. That's so exciting. How yeah. did this all come about? Good. Go- through Funny or Die. We used to each work at Funny or Die. There's a guy. Um, the Is he the creative director there? Yeah. His name's Andrew Steele. He's a genius and wonderful and fantastic. And he had heard our podcast and said, this should be a TV show. And said, the first thing you need to do is make it a web series. So we did. And then... He was like, let's make a sizzle. Let's shop it around. And he was really a big champion of it. Yeah. And TV Land, we were lucky enough to have um, a big fan there of the podcast who was already listening. So it, it made everything easier, smoother. We did a pilot for Logo, which didn't go. And so when they found out that they weren't picking it up, TV Land like jumped on it. Wow. Which so it was, was so we were really kind of serendipitous. So did you even ha- – like what was the timeline of that? Did you have days where you were upset – even that it didn't get picked up. Yeah. Or? Yes. There was even a. Di- there were even days we thought it wasn't going to get picked up at TV Land. Oh. Yeah. There For was, a week we thought it wasn't going to. We get thought picked it up. was. We thought we thought the word was no, mm-hmm. and then the word became yes, which was amazing. But yeah, there were. I don't know. It was upsetting because it's. You know, I mean, you work so hard on something for years now and, you know, you just want the best for it. And But it all – it really is one of those things, like everything. It just – it really ends up in the best possible scenario. We, it, we're so lucky to now be at a network that, like, has championed this show for for years now before they even – yeah, I don't know. It's nice to just be somewhere where people believe in it. Mm, have you started shooting? No. no not till, like, January. end of the year. Yeah. Live audience. Oh, we'll right, because because it's topical. It's topical. Yeah, so yeah. we'll start with in the room in like November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, we're, we're excited. excited. That's really cool. And then we're going on. I'm just. Can I plug something? Yeah. Well, I was actually just going to say you have a humongous tour coming up in August and September. We're doing 21 cities. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know. It's just a lot. For... It's just the airport. I do just you hate do the it? airport? Do you tour? Uh, I saw that on Twitter. Someone yeah. told us that we needed to pressure you. That's touring, right. And I yes. agree. Um, I have. I. I have not toured with Allison Rosen as your new best friend. I've done live shows before. Right. At like, um, at like festivals? Yeah, we did yeah. Bumbershoot. Right. Uh, and I've done Podfest. And with the Adam Carolla show, I used to do live shows all the time. But no, there there has not been an Allison Rosen as your new best friend tour. Even though whenever I hear of successful podcast tours, I think, maybe we should do that. If you ever need a contact to... Our tour manager's fantastic. Yeah. If oh, you ever I, even just want to ask questions or anything. I would love that. Great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Have you toured before? Yes. 
This is our fourth year. Fourth year. Oh, wow. Last year was the was first the, year with the tour manager. First year with the oh, tour sorry, manager. That's not what you were going to say. And, and, well, and that's true though, and also our biggest until this year. Yeah, but it was the, our first year of like we're doing twenty dates in two months or something. Mm. And it, it just helped that we had someone else. I think the closest we ever came to really like not being okay in our relationship was when we were handling our tour because it was there was so, so many stressful. logistics and stuff that I just feel like we couldn't handle. It was just too much. It was too much with the pocket. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. So now with the tour manager, does he take so care of all easy. that? Everything. Yeah, everything. Does he go with you or just set it mm-hmm. up? He doesn't. They're based in, well, they have a few offices, Seattle. but he's specifically based in Seattle. And so he... He comes to that show. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's way better. But I think, I does Ben wouldn't... Hoffman have the same guy? I think he does. Ben Hoffman... To, is, with his, with his album, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's that. the same guy. That's amazing. Anyway, if you ever want, if you want, okay, yeah. yes, we, we will talk after the show. Yeah. Do you have guests at your live shows? Typically, like, what's the no. Like? Yeah, it's like the podcast we do, like an intro, like a here's something weird that we try to make it local. Like here's something that happened to the city. Then we'll tell like an overarching story or something. And we treat it more like a a two person stand up show. So we're not sitting. It's just, mm-hmm. We're standing up with mics, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, and then we do each. We each do a sh- like one shoe each, and then at the end, we ha- well at the beginning of the show, we have people fill out would you rather's, and then we put them all in a bag, and then we pull them out at the end and bring people on stage so they get to meet us and um, humiliate themselves essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh. And we just kind of have a like an interactive thing with with them um, with our fans, and then we end with a prayer, a non denominational <laughs> prayer mm-hmm. that we make up on the spot, and is always. Last year, Brian, this won't. This will be like in, like describing an improv scene, but Brian talked about earrings that were shaped like surfboards. Yeah. You were doing a surfer character. Like I where was. you pretended to be a surfer dude. It was really it was really funny. <laughs> it was just And you definitely had to be there for it. I can I no, I can feel the humor. <laughs> but I was gonna say the first time you did it it went so well. And then you tried to do it. You it did, didn't, it didn't I couldn't recreate that surf <laughs> that surf vibe ever again. It just it failed. Aww. Skater boy. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so uh and it's like an hour, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Just a tight no openers. <laughs> and we don't try to do a new show every time. We mm-hmm. did try that the first year. And that was a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was just too much. But but yeah, so we do a sort of a 15-minute opener. And then Aaron talks about an issue affecting women. I talk about an issue affecting the LGBT community. And then we play a game at the end. Yeah. Where did the idea for the show come about? For the podcast? From Infomania, actually. Well, the idea didn't come from there. But, but when we were on this tiny show with Ben Hoffman mm-hmm. on... Um, Current TV, which no Al Gore's exists. network, yeah, now um, it was Al Jazeera. Now is what? Nothing. It's just air. Well, did, is Al Jazeera gone now? I think I don't if know. it's not gone, it's nearly there. But anyway, on that <laughs> you hear that show, Al Jazeera <laughs> on that show, it, it, Aaron talked about an issue affecting women. I talked about an issue affecting LGBT mm-hmm. people, but how the media perceived it. So it was Daily Show esque. There were mm-hmm. clips. It was that sort of thing. It was actually started by uh, Madeline Smithberg, who, who started, started the, the Daily, Daily show. show, and so. But those were only three-minute segments. And so when that show was canceled, when the network was canceled, right. uh, Aaron and I were like, oh, let's just keep doing this and let's try it in this other format where we can sort of talk about it for you know at great length and go on tangents and be stupid and mm-hmm. be silly and you know Not t- really talk have... about things that affect people but in a dumb way. And it was sort of just our wheelhouse. Yeah. That was it. I had a, I had a podcast a long time ago before I met Brian with my friend Joel Church Cooper and Blake Walker, the where we talked about music. So I had equipment. 
Like uh-huh. I had all the stuff. So it just, it kind of made sense to just start doing it again. And I knew what an RSS feed was. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, your background is improv. Yeah, I did IO and um, UCB. Mm-hmm. And Brian, did you also do that? I know you're, you do a lot of acting. I do acting and then I did, but I did UCB and Groundlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you guys there at, the, at UCB at the same yes. time? Yes. We were. And I was on a sketch team with his boyfriend for two years. Yes, my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, please. Der- I'm just kidding. <laughs> Derek doesn't do improv. <laughs> no. My ex-boyfriend and, and Aaron, uh, we're, we're good friends. Yeah. And um, we sort of met through that. But yeah. yeah, we were at UCB around the same time. Okay. She slept in our guest room on an air mattress After for I got divorced. Yeah. I slept in the extra bedroom. For a month. How long were you married? Seven years. Wow. Yeah. And, and wow. we're still friends. I don't think I realized it was that long. Yeah. Well, wait. 2005 to 2012. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It adds up. Boy, it goes real fast. <laughs> So what happened, if I may ask? Um, he, we, I think we should have just been friends, but we did something very impetuous, which was we got married seven weeks after meeting. Oh, wow. And so it was very exciting and a great story at first. And we thought... And did you a, elope? Yeah, basically. Yeah, we, we got married. His friend Matt Price married us in, mm-hmm. um, in his apartment in LA. And um, then I went back to Chicago because I was living in Chicago and I had to finish working and then i and then i finally moved back here moved here in 2005 and he had an apartment in beverly hills which which sounds shishi but it was the slums of beverly hills <laughs> and it, there was nobody young around and um that is a depressing area it's a yeah. really depressing area and i got really depressed i didn't know anybody i was i didn't have a car for three months um that part of beverly hills could suck a dick which you know part I mean? are we talking about? I like think Robertson, Wilshire mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Al Gelato is about the only thing I like over there. <laughs> um, but it was just, it was families and those people who, it was just, it was just not my scene. It was not my scene. So I convinced him to move to Silver Lake, which I thought would help things, but then that didn't help. And then he got a job working at, on Jimmy Fallon and we lived apart for two years. And I just said, this is better. Mm. We're both happier. We, we let's not keep doing this. And did he agree with you? He didn't at first, and then I had a I had like a winning argument. Part of, part of my being right thing. <laughs> he goes, he goes. I really want to make this work. I really make make this work. And I was like, but you haven't been trying, and neither have I. And he was like, No, I have, I have, I have. And I go, When's my birthday? <laughs> he didn't know your birthday. No. Wow. He didn't know my birthday. He he goes. He said March twentieth. He just said March twentieth. He didn't even know the the year. And he goes. You can't blame me for that. And I go, what's your PS3 password? <laughs> and of course he knew that. And I was right. like, see, you're just, you're, you, you're not in this. You're not in it. Yeah. He started laughing. I'll never forget it. He started laughing. He had been crying and he started laughing because I busted him. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're fucking lying. <laughs> um, we're great friends now. He, it, I, you know, I don't know if this will be in, th- we're in talks to, for him to maybe direct a, 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 piece that he might shoot on the road with us Mm -hmm. so yeah he's a great great guy he's a great director and very talented and i never want to sleep with him again ever (laughs) and he has a new girlfriend who i love and oh actually wife they're married now was there a period they They got married like three weeks ago oh my god yeah was it contentious for a little while or were you guys friends right away it was hard because we did the divorce together his mom is a therapist oh wow and he is it was never it was never, um, it was never contentious, mm-hmm. but it was sad. It was actually not a great thing to do, to do it t- together. Cause we went to the courthouse together. We would like 
go to the courthouse and we would like do the next step and do the next step and we would cry and, and yeah that it, sounds really sad it was sad to, we were sad together which we thought would be good but it really wasn't and how long did that divorce take like a year and that's like a quick everyone's on board divorce because why does it take because that long? they have to process there's like three steps and they process the first step and once that once you figured out all that paperwork and it got approved then they send you a letter that says you can move on to the next step oh wow it's bananas so it's like a labyrinth it's all it's all waiting for the courthouse to do their thing crazy. you can't just go in and say we want to dissolve this marriage right we're both we both agree you have to it's bananas wow um, it's, it is weird that it's that difficult to get. I know. Like, what's the why? They want, Especially they that they were ma- both on board. Like, the, the easiest way you could have done it took a year. Right. That's crazy. But even if you justify it like, oh, the court wants it to be hard so you don't do it. It's like, so you want people to stay married longer because the paperwork's complicated? <laughs> Right. Like, I, I can't, can't imagine. Think- I, right. It's it's tempting to go, oh, it's punitive because they don't want people to get divorced. But I can't imagine that they are, have a vested interest like that. I think yeah. it's, it has to be it's just uh, pure bureaucracy. That's what it seems like. But I don't. I, I, don't, don't I doubt. That. Wouldn't it be great, though, if the government was like, maybe they'll change their minds. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll rethink it. So you just tell, they tell you how lovely you look together. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. Look, you guys are getting along here together. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had a sad thought. I hope this isn't too sad. It, it might not be sad, but I remember I was working at Current. I was mm-hmm. working at the job, and I was so burnt out because we had the showrunner who was like, "Get there at nine. Don't leave till you're done." And I was just—we were working till like eight or nine at night. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had no life. And there was this woman. It was at Santa Monica Courthouse, and there was this woman riding a beach schooner with her yoga mat <laughs> and no purse, just going to yoga class. And I—it was ten o'clock, and I almost started crying because I was like, that is the life I would like to have right now. <laughs> Just a f- independent lady doing her thing in the midst of Santa Monica. <laughs> do you think, do you have any interest in ever getting married again? I'm like, I used to be 0%. Now I'm like 70%. Oh, really? I really don't. The, the only reason to do it would be tax breaks, really. It's it is really complicated to untangle your life mm-hmm. once you've done it once, and I I don't want to punish my boyfriend because I'm damaged or I've been burned in that way. You know that's not cool. But he seems to be okay with either scenario. So I don't know. I don't know. The thought of it makes me makes my like everything tense up. <laughs> Romantic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. It just I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I know that feeling though of like, I remember I was in a relationship, which it, the relationship wasn't that long, but the phase afterwards where I would see couples and be like, oh, thank God I'm not in one of them anymore lasted so long that I did not think I would ever get over it. Yeah. Um, so I definitely know that feeling of, of really just wanting your, your independence again and being, well, for me, I was really afraid to give it up. But you're in a relationship now. Yeah, I live with my boyfriend. But I, it was a very hard. You guys year. are. It's like three or four years now, right? Yeah, wow. but the first year was tough. Mm. He went to he. I remember he went to a hardware store with me and tried to tell me what kind of nail to buy for this co- coat rack I was putting up, and I was like, you, "You're not needed right now, okay? <laughs> I didn't ask for your help, and so I don't want it." And he was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Don't." Just give me advice if I don't ask for it. And then it was a year of that. <laughs> <laughs> Was that hard for him? <laughs> he's he's a tough he's a tough he's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. He was he was fine. I don't know. Maybe it was hard for him. It couldn't have been easy. One time I got really drunk at 
um, I think Dominic. Do you know the story? Does it involve a really antiquated word that no one has ever used ever? Does it involve the word concubine? <laughs> oh, one time Aaron was like, was "Don't treat time. me like your concubine," and I <laughs> fell on the floor when she told me that story. <laughs> I did. Well, we had a problem because he would like he would like grab my butt whenever he wanted, which was a lot, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This has to stop." This has to stop. I'm not your fuckhole. <laughs> like, I don't always but you want... said concubine. <laughs> I know, I said concubine. <laughs> no, another time I got drunk, and I miss I misspoke, and I said something like, like, like something about, like, we're never getting married or whatever. Something like that. And he goes, you would be... I, uh, he goes, you would have to beg me to marry you right now. <laughs> and oh, I was like, God. oh, man, I'm oh, wow. making a lot of mistakes right now. <laughs> He's a great guy. He's Actually, really he's wonderful. I've, and you're I've, really well matched. I'm very lucky he didn't leave me instantly. Mm-hmm. Anybody else would have. <laughs> but he's clearly has something wrong with him. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky for that. So I have more questions about how you guys met and stuff. But um, but I think that those questions are in the questions that uh, listeners sent in. So let's take questions from fans on Twitter. When they send them in they're wondering how you have been so thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans oh do you ever dream hey. and hear that song in your dreams actually it's weird i would think i would yeah because i do have dreams that incorporate a lot of little bits of my life but no i've never heard these songs uh in my dreams but i feel like i will now oh sorry I mean, or great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Yeah. We'll see. Tom McNabb says, ask Brian and Aaron if they still find the time to see each other as friends or are they always working when they're together? We don't really. Which? See each other as friends. We don't really. Not anymore. But I, but even that said, I, I see Aaron more than any other friend. Yeah. You know? She's still the, I don't know. She's, she's, she's my rock. She's my, she's my number two. <laughs> oh my God. That's. <laughs> Right after Derek. So nice. <laughs> Thanks. I want to think do, of a double entron for you. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. I just got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's piece of shit. <laughs> I, just, I can't believe it took me that long. No, but uh, but I, I see You're Aaron my emergency I, contact on all my medical forms. You know, it's, I think it's just hard. I don't know. You know what? Here's what it is. It's not We just hard. talk about work. That, that's that's all it, that ends up happening. Not, that's right. I don't think it there. I feel like we got in a mode where we just can't turn. Turn. I definitely have a hard time doing it. I have to say though, we are. Um, it's 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 so rare. I think that uh, we're amazing travel partners. Like when we do this twenty-one city thing, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we just nail it. Well, now I do because I think I talk more than Brian, and we sh- don't share a room anymore. So I think that makes it a lot better. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. I just feel like we have it figured out and like you're, it's just, it would suck if one of us was a pain in the ass to travel with. Oh, you're, yeah. I mean, and, I see yeah. what you're saying. You guys yeah. shared a room at the beginning? At the, oh, the yeah. The first year, the first two years we split rooms and it was really fun. It was fun. It but was fun, but, it, but it's actually not, it's actually not a good move mm-hmm. because. At that point it is 24 seven. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. And Which you just is, need a break so that when you're on stage, it's fresh yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I feel like every sort of also pooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every bit of travel when I was young involved a bunch of people in a room, and now it never ever does. I don't know when that changed. You went from four people to a room to one. 
pretty much yeah yeah i don't you're right though it it does like i would i don't know because in my head a slumber party sounds really fun Mm -hmm. but in practice it sounds pretty awful to stay up on first of all to stay up all night i think when that's why i don't go on yoga retreats yeah it's still there's an element of it that still sounds fun to me but i think when you have to factor working into it then it becomes complicated when it's fun is like an airbnb house situation with multiple rooms and like a big you can go away somewhere yes then that's fun Mm -hmm. right yeah okay Let's see here. Um, Feliciano de Hero asks, what do y'all miss about Texas? I get anxiety attack when I go to I Texas. I don't really miss anything. I miss, <laughs> I miss pecan pie. I miss good company barbecue. I miss the cooking and the food, yeah. I miss my family. Um, that's about it. So Same. wait, you're, okay, you're, where are you each from in Texas? El Paso, but most of my family's now in Austin. Okay. Houston. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And when did you each move to LA? I went to New York and then LA and okay. I got here 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I went Chicago, LA and I got here 10 years ago. But were you born in Glendale? Cause yeah. Okay. My parents, my grandpa lives here or lives in Palmdale. My mom and dad lived here mm-hmm. and then they had me and then they moved to Texas to a very small town because of the gangs. Because they, they were living in Echo Park oh, wow. in the 70s. Which was not a, it was not the million dollar complex it is today. (laughs) True, right? Which is kind of sad because they could, I mean, in the in real estate terms, which is Aaron's (laughs) second favorite language. (laughs) They had bought something. They oh whatever. I'm just saying we could have had a nice piece of property right now. Did you both have thicker accents at one point? Yes. Yes. Did you have to work to get rid of them? Yes. My friend Allison, who's from. Jersey makes fun of the fact that I say insurance as opposed to insurance. Yes. And pin is what pin as opposed to pen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another one I say, I don't remember. What I used to always, the last vestiges of that for me are still, when I talk to my parents, I say wouldn't instead of wasn't doesn't instead of doesn't what y'all. Yeah. Oh, it, I say it, y'all. Goes, it goes pretty, pretty hit. You say insurance like I do. Yeah. Yeah. And also what in, Oh, oh, I see. Like, wouldn't. wouldn't. I wasn't going to do that. Right, I see. Yeah, that sort of thing. And then also, many people from... this is this might not be true on a macro level, but on a micro level, from what I've observed, people from Texas say Texas. People not from Texas say Texas. Yeah, I say Texas. Wait. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Yeah. See, I say it like you I do. Know. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Pecan pie. How do you say it? Um... I say pecan. Yeah. I say pecan. You do? Yeah. But is that how you naturally say it or have Good you... Good question. Yeah. I don't know. Who Chicken are you anymore? I don't know. <laughs> An imposter. I miss child. I miss the like the fun things. I, I feel bad with that when you said, do I miss Texas? I mean, it was like absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> That's not true. I think the Hill Country is beautiful, which is outside of Austin. It is. I just wish, I just wish people... You know what I don't like about it? It's fake niceness. Mm. It's people who are lovely to your face and then just vote and say and do things that are just pure evil. I yeah. do have a feeling though in about 10 years that state goes purple. Purple. I yeah. Think it's and then it'll there. be and then it'll be a better place. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cruel it's a cruel place if you if you're not rich and white. Right. Yeah. And I don't like that. Super important question. Is there a lot of pecan pecan pie there? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know how did so I know much. this? It's pecans are grown like crazy there. Yeah. There, or in parts. Yeah, if you don't have a pecan grove 
Get the fuck out of Texas. Also, another crazy fact. Driving from Houston to El Paso is the same distance as driving El Paso to L.A. Isn't it takes crazy? 12 hours to what? get out. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Going through New Mexico, Arizona to California. For me, it's the same. If you drive out of Houston going west, it takes 12 hours to get out of Texas. Isn't that wow. insane? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's crazy. And Thelma and Louise, they have all these jokes about how do not drive through Texas. We're not going through Texas. Oh, because right. It's like yes, a country. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's see here. Um, it must be really hard for people who are born on the East Coast to even fathom that you could still be in the same state. 12 hours later. 12 hours later. <laughs> Allison, where are you? you're from Orange County, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Okay. And so, then, I mean, California is also, also a long a state. state. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Yeah. But I'm it, still, my mind is still blown by this Texas factoid. I know. <laughs> I know, because there's so much empty space. Yeah there yeah Yeah. okay jen in the head too Mm -hmm. (laughs) thanks jen says what are you looking uh, forward to most about the tour p.s please convince allison to do a tour too yeah there it is there there it is what what, what? i love the shows yeah and i like meeting everybody me too um sometimes people cry when they meet brian because they say something really nasty (laughs) yeah you fucking idiot um uh well because they because brian helps people come out without knowing it yeah, is that what without, they tell you? Really well, nice. I think just because of the, I think I think sometimes you you hear only good stories about people coming out. You know what I mean? Only like really positive. It was easy. It was easy. Right, it was easy, and you feel right. crazy that it wasn't easy for you. And I think people respond to that. Maybe. Yeah, that's really nice. And what do they say to you, Aaron? The, uh, I don't like your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you look fat this year. No, no, everyone's totally so inspired. lovely. It's really nice. Okay, Laura Dirk says... As you will find out when you go on yes. tour. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've, I've had tastes of that. The, right. the The, like overwhelming feeling, overwhelming in a good way feeling yeah. of meeting people. That you've affected just, anybody. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's... It feels like I can't... This is going to be incredibly sincere, but it's like I can't believe I'm lucky enough to be having this experience right now is how I always feel when, when that's happening. Like, yeah. I can't... I, it's cr- it's just it really makes you feel blessed. Someone from my high school sent me an email saying, "I can't believe that you got out of this high school <laughs> and that you're doing something that is that is like not that this is a huge our podcast is like big big, but it's pretty big yeah. and it just made me feel good that someone in that shithole, Sci Falls High, Home of the Tigers, nope, Eagles, um that they <laughs> I for I fuck them. That they that that would I would have liked to had someone, you know, when I was that age being like, you don't have to do the shit everyone says you, you have to do. Right. It's not, it's your life. And the shit everyone says you have to do would be... MS degree. Mm. Mm-hmm. An MRS? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura Dirk says, shade or no shade? Organic mayonnaise. No shade. shade. <gasps> I'm... I'm a big Ina Garden fan and mm-hmm. Barefoot Contessa, and the best mayonnaise by far is Best Foods slash Hellman's, which is the same company. By far, it's the best. Can I throw a wrench in everything? I, w- I would have said the same thing, uh-huh. but I was at Whole Foods recently, and I tasted this avocado mayonnaise, and it's better than any mayonnaise I've ever that had. That wasn't the question, though. Organic mayonnaise <laughs> But it's organic. Garbage. Oh, really? But it's avocado organic. That's different. Yeah. That I feel different. like... Does it taste like mayonnaise though, or is, yeah, or is it avocado flavored? Or no, something? it's oh. just made out of avocado, so it's oh. creamy. It's totally vegan, 
and it tastes like it's the consistency and taste of avocado of mayonnaise but used they use avocados and it's so i will eat mayonnaise out of a spoon i will not I that's interesting. I mm. I'm not into mayonnaise at all. I love it. Dijon it's mustard. A, it's is a garbage. My jam. Yes, that's it's a country favorite. thing. Okay, right? Mayonnaise is country. Mustard is city. Right. Oh, I never thought Maybe. of it that way. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Now, do you and Ina Garten prefer Best Foods Hellman's to homemade mayonnaise? No, but I've never made. I she doesn't. I've never made homemade mayonnaise. But I think it's very easy. It is. Yeah, I think it's just oil and egg whites. Egg. Yeah. yeah, and and Are yeah. Yolk. I think is there yolk? In- oh, no, maybe there is. Yolk makes it hollandaise. Or this is where you get deep into right. French sauce situations. It's like egg white. What was the other thing you said? I th- oil. And oil. Oil. That's. I think that's the basis. The base of it. I think there's. I think there's got to be a whole egg. In maybe. Yeah, I think though. so too. It seems like Jeff, there would be a know? yolk or two. There has to be at least an egg, yeah. I would think, because there's a lot of thickness to it, and I think that comes from the egg, right? I think so. Maybe it's how more is it egg shelf whites stable? to egg, but I think it's both, and I don't know how it's shelf-stable. Well, in like Best Foods well, or Hellman's, there's other stuff in there. There's to vinegar. keep it in there, yeah. Right. And probably something else. But I have to say, or any organic mayonnaise I've ever, I can't really promise, <laughs> For so has long. not been good. Yeah. No, For, you're I don't right. Know why. I, a lot of organic hasn't. condiments aren't good. Organic yeah. must, ketchup is not good. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> I agree. Uh, you know, I can't find it now, but I know someone wanted to know how you met each other. Well, it was through UCB. Yeah. Through, through my ex-boyfriend, mostly. And then we got hired on the same show. And then we got hired on the same show. And that that's when, when we really started working. Because it was a very interesting writer's room in that it, there wasn't one. Everyone wrote their own things very separately. And so Aaron and I were the first people there to be like, Will you look at this and yeah. vice versa? Like, can and you thank give me God, notes on this? I was yeah. crying in the bathroom. Yeah. I was crying. And like my first two weeks, I fully cried in the bathroom. Why? What was going on? I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Jonah Ray, actually. Who also works. Who used to work company. on that show. Yeah. Or on. But it was quite a launching pad for a show that yeah. not yes. people were aware of. Yeah. It really Sarah, was. Sarah Haskins, who I who I replaced, who went on to do Trophy Wife TV show. She was, she was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. And uh, and our friend Connor Knighton is now a host on CBS. Oh, I totally on- know who yeah. that is. Yeah. And then Ben Hoffman was ben on Ben Hoffman, it. yeah. And Jonah Ray worked there and Joel. Yeah, Joel and, worked there. Yeah. And who's Joel? Joel Trishkuber. He, he has a show now called Brockmire that's going to be on IFC mm. with Hank Azaria. He's my old writing partner and my manager's brother. <laughs> yeah. Very incestuous situation. <laughs> um, but... I don't know what I was talking about. I don't either. How you guys, it was how you, oh, how we oh no, no, why you were crying in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh, because the people, two of the people who were heading up the show didn't know what Sarah had done because it was so fragmented mm-hmm. and so didn't know how to help me do better pieces, but also didn't like what I was writing. <laughs> and Jonah had helped me write my audition because he understood the format so I was like a little, I was just lost. I was super lost. They they sort of threw you in kind of flying blind and the notes were generally either no mm. or this isn't right. I mean, that was really it. It was and no then you just questions. had to figure it you out. just had to figure and it out. And it was a lot of wheel spinning because then I would do, I'd try another angle and that wasn't good. I remember too, I had, I had stuck re- uh, writing those magazine jokes. Yeah. Remember that? It was yes. just ma- jokes on magazines. That's all it was. And one time he, our boss yelled at me because I called the Cavaliers. No, I called the Cavs the Cavaliers. Right. And he, I was like, I don't know anything about sports. Yeah. 
He was. It, it was, was crazy. Weird. It was fine. We we ran into him on a bicycle once. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I auditioned for this um, pilot about apps, phone apps. But at the time, I had a BlackBerry where you don't really have apps. So in the audition, I re- I was like apps, you know, applications. I referred to them as applications. But I still got the job. But then That's nothing a- happened with it. <laughs> oh, was that for current? No, no, no. This oh, was for something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But just in terms of cabs. Right. 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 You said applications. Yes. Yeah. You said applications. That's which wonderful. is what it means. Yes. But no one calls was it Was it on the cusp of apps? It, yes. Yeah. It so was. they were like, they were oh, like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Is that an actual show? No. Is that the show you were auditioning no. for? Are we on who, who's on first? <laughs> yes. I thought you were saying, uh, maybe wait. you are actually saying, was this on the cusp of apps being a thing? Yes. That's yes, it I, was. For a second, I was like, wait, are, is there a show called On the Cusp of Apps? Because no, <laughs> I wish. this is not that show. It's, but it's, it's ASPS. Yeah. There's a cliffhanger <laughs> at the end of each episode of yeah. like, will the app get reviewed? Like, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, I feel like I had... Did I have another? Qu- an- oh yeah, here's my question. So the way the show was structured, Infomania, a show that's no longer around, but that I feel the need to get to the bottom of, um, <laughs> was it like Aaron? You would represent women's issues, and Brian, you would represent. Did, did each like person have table? their specialty, or how did yes. it work? So Ben's thing was technology. Aaron's thing was women issues. My thing was gay issues. Um, and you Connor- were correspondence. Yes, or- Connor was is pretty much the the host of the show, and that was more. Um, w- the news of the week, mm-hmm. uh, and then like one sort of magazine-ish story of like a trend, um, and yeah, I think, and then Sergio Chili, do you know him? No, he's more he directs a lot now. He directs a lot of commercials and and, and stuff. But he did he had like a music segment of like what's and then what's Brett charting. did like viral video, did vi- like internet videos exactly. It so it was like sort a good of show. it was. A, I have to be honest. It was a show with no budget that was really good and we really, tried really hard. Really tried and was and was good and, and was really trying to be loud. But I mean, just with a network that did not have a penny for advertising. I mean, yeah. like, no, nothing. You and you just had to. No one was watching that network. They didn't advertise any of their shows. So it was like you kind of just had to land on it. Our so. advertisers were always the um, you know the the tomato plant that grows upside down. No, that was our advertiser. That was pretty. It was. A, it was a t- is that a made, thing people need? It was like, a made-for-TV thing. I don't remember the benefit like, of it, but it was all. So tired of my tomato plant growing up. <laughs> this one, this one, you hang from the ceiling, and you, it's like in a bag, and it just it that's like kind of cool. Out of the bag. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I actually this here's a topic I was going to bring up on the Thursday show. A lot of overlap. Uh, so many people are posting so many photos of their gardens and gardening, and I'm beginning to get FOMO regarding gardening. Yeah. Or like, you need a box or something for outside I guess your window. maybe I do. Do I? It's not been a thing I've ever cared I don't about. Know. I tried to grow herbs, and then I gave up. We did, too. We tried so to grow herbs, and we couldn't do it. do it. But they, but, but they probably like it in the first place. Yeah, maybe you're right. Could you f- replace it with something else that's gardeny? Um... I can't think of anything. Like, I look at my glove collection. Like, like I'm trying to think of something my, that's like a hobby. Like knit. Like, oh, I can get knit Or can you do, you put together models? No, that's mm. not my thing. Puzzles. Because I Maybe think. Maybe I could do. I do think yeah. gardening, puzzles, all that stuff is meditation. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. It is. It is. It's just sort of like, what's your fix? Yeah. I should, I, I Checking out. Knit for a little while. Maybe I'll give a long time ago. Was it meditative yeah. for you? It really was. Yeah. It was calming. I think yeah. it's good. You know what's the most calming though for me? Playing drums. And yet I my drum set is at my parents' house and there's just no way that I could bring it here because it's way too loud. Do you have a drum pad? 
That's not as good. It's not I as did good. have one at one point. It's not as good. I need to like go to a lockout and just bang on something. It's real loud. Though. There's a drum store right here. That's got to be cathartic, right? That's I've yes, never done it, but that it sounds is. like it would be. Wait, where's this drum store? Is it it's near the, the eggplant market? <laughs> you can do it's two kill two birds. It's the music store that's by your house. Oh, God. So, Stein on Vine? Vine, yeah. Oh, right. That's it's a really music store, store, right? Yeah. It's old It's like school. Vine north of between like Melrose and Santa Monica. By the oh. Oyster. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. You should go over there and see if they got some. Dr- I, I just feel like that'd be cooler than Sam Ash. No offense, Sam. Yeah, Ash. Yeah, although except with Sam Ash, you can go in and just act like you're shopping and then bang on the kids. Well, at least years ago, right? I could also get you in touch with my friend Johnny Sneed, who is a drummer. Who probably? What else could he be with that name? I know that is like. The, well, the, he's an actor, but oh, he's okay. but he but he also drums. Yeah, he's got more yeah. of a drummy it's name. A good than an name. Actor. Yeah. I know yeah. it's a really good one because it sounds like snare. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he might have some hot tips on where you can go bang on some drums. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I'm getting a lot of information out of this podcast. We like to fix things. <laughs> we like to fix problems. Yeah. Let's do just mirror everyone. But first I want to say you guys, listeners, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps drumsticks, tomatoes that grow down, pecan, pecan. Now I'm so self-conscious about saying that word. <laughs> Pies of all sorts, also nuts. Uh, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. Thank you for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. Thank you for your Patreon support. If I have my Patreon page up by the time you hear this, it's happening. It's all happening. Um, also, we have t-shirts available. Go to alisonrosen.com and go to the store, which is on the website. T-shirts. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also, touch the tushy, touch, touch, and the tushy, tushy, you can touch get these the tushy, uh, touch, again touch, the on the website tushy, tushy, if you go the tushy, to the store, but also on iTunes or Gumroad. We have bonus episodes available as well, all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought of. Aaron, you smell so good. I have to ask on the show. What is that? This is a here. Get ready for pretentious uh, situation. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, this is a perfume made by uh, uh, nuns in Florence that they sell. Wow. Do you know where the Marc Jacobs store is in the Melrose Place? Yes. Okay. There's. It's over there. It's called. Santa Maria Novella, mm. and it's tobacco and vanilla. And it's it actually really not good. that expensive. It just sounds really pretentious. It's vanilla and tobacco. It's the smell of, what if I just smoked, but then I wanted to cover it up? Yeah. <laughs> it, it smells really good. Thank you. But why are nuns making perfume? Great question. Well, it was like, I guess in the olden days, nuns in Europe would specialize in candle making or oh. some sort of art. And... um or like artisan noodles, noodles or whatever. And this particular sect of nuns did perfumes mm. and perfected it. Go into that. I know that that would be because they should be gardening. Did you say artisanal noodles? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. I'm sorry about that. No, I said no. It. I liked it. Nuns were ahead of the curve on anything bespoke. They, <laughs> they were like the first nuns, ones. Nuns were doing Portland before Portland was doing yes. Portland. Nuns are keeping it weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So this is the segment where we talk about uh, things we think that people people send in things they think or do and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? Wendy says, I find it rude when people don't take off their sunglasses to talk to me. 
I don't find it that rude, but if I'm ever wearing sunglasses, I'm constantly taking them off when I talk to people. I am also, and I also think it's rude. Okay. Yeah. Same. I think it's rude. JMOs for A-Rose says, when the slow driver in front of me turns off the road, feel obligated to accelerate quickly to prove I wasn't the slow one. Yes, I totally do that. Every time. I don't want the person behind me to think it's me. And sometimes if there's someone going really slow, I'll even like pull to the right or left a tiny, or right actually, a tiny bit so that the driver behind me sees that there's an impediment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do it. I do the speeding thing after the car just to be like, now they'll get it. Now they'll know <laughs> how slow they were. Move faster when you're trying yeah. to park. So dumb. What there is also a weird thing that happens here. I get honked at a lot because I'll wait for someone to cross the street when I'm turning right. Which you're supposed to. Which you're supposed to do. You're yeah. not supposed to run over a human being. Right. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't a, a name another country where they do that. But I, someone will always be honking at me and then I find it. My, it, I feel like I've been given permission to scream at that person. <clears throat> Yep. And you do? I turn around and I go, whatever flavor of the day. I could be like, someone's crossing the street, please. Yeah. I always say please at the end of the people. <laughs> That's polite. Do you crane your head out the window or do you like open your door and dangle no, out I cr- the car? No, I, cr- I crane I window down. Brian yelled at someone. I will never forget this. Remember when you yelled at that guy at the, at, um, the Grove? When we were hanging out oh, socially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't, he was French and he didn't know you couldn't turn. He was trying to turn with us in another lane. He messed up and started yelling at us. And so my favorite thing to do is draw down the window. And I'm just like, I just like get a huge smile. I'm like, uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then you were, you were like, nice to see I'm you. Nice to see you again. <laughs> and they're just so thrown off. That's the thing I do. It's so nice to see you again. How are you? And I just get so flummoxed. Brian and just- also does this thing that I have stolen and I've now not allowed to do anymore because I did it so much in front of Ole. But when someone's honking really, really loud and aggressively, you go, hi, Denise. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you just make up a name and wave. But it, every time I, I'll do it for so long and then somebody it'll work on and they get so confused. Yeah, well, they're uh, like, I'm not Denise. <laughs> I, they know they're being a dick, but then you've dismantled it somehow. <laughs> but wait, you're not allowed to do this anymore. I've done it so I can't do it in front of Ollie because he's he's like no one ever does it and I don't like it so why are you doing it and I'm like it's not about any of these things I like doing it yeah Brian also sometimes adds hi Denise it's Brian from Workout World I do that sometimes too <laughs> how's the divorce <laughs> <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> just making a bunch of assumptions it's so uh, confusing it's so upsetting if you're on the receiving end of that of like, yeah what no, I'm not. Oh, God. I didn't mean for... I don't go to workout world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is a fictional gym from... It's a... Th- someone in the background says it in Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the first scene. So I was like, hey, it's Jen from Workout World. And saw that as an 11-year-old and was like, that's the most famous line from that movie, right? <laughs> that's the one I remember. Okay, uh, Whitney says, when in a public restroom, find it awkward to use a stall that just be- that's just been vacated, even if it's the more natural choice among several. Wait, will you read that again? Yes. When in a public restroom, okay. find it awkward to use a stall that's just been vacated, even if it's the more natural choice among several. Yes. Like if it's a- yes. If- but if it's a line situation and... Right. If it's a line situation, then all bets are off. You just have to go into the one that opens up, even if the seat is still warm. But otherwise, yeah, it seems weirdly creepy somehow if you if you 
go into the one that someone just vacated well, yes. a bunch. Just like smell wise, don't you want to just like get whatever for yeah. just a second, just let it air out? You do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. But some- also it means something different for you. Because it's always poo poo, right? Oh, if it's a stall, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I find I will try to not go into the one that was just vacated, but then I'll end up back there if there's something gross happening in like three of the other stalls. <laughs> right. you know? And then you're like, oh, there's a reason this one was popular tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Shannon Hurley says, no matter how stupid my dream is, I have to tell someone about it in case it comes true. I don't have that. I don't, do I don't that. either. I don't have prophetic dreams, really. No, and I, I don't. And even if I do, I, I, do, I put no, maybe I should put more. I put no weight or stock in any of my dreams. Right. I do hope if your brain is going to work on something that would happen in your life, it would do it while you're awake and have all your facilities. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, oh, here's one that does not apply to everyone in this room. Maddie Porter says, can't figure out how the fuck to wear a maxi skirt. I don't understand. How, the, how to wear them? Or well, because the, I'm I'm tall. I don't can't wear any skirts because they're all t shirts on me. Mm-hmm. It's vagina on the chair a maxi all the skirt time. Is one that's just really long. <laughs> I think it's yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe. Well, or is it also big? It's the same. A maxi thing. Maxi, maxi dress, dress is long is and, okay. and kind of flowy, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Do you wear dresses? Big. Um, I have some. Not regularly. Yeah. If I'm performing, sometimes I'll wear a dress and knee-high boots. But in can, regular life, no. If I'm dressing up, I'll wear a dress. But otherwise, not really. Right. Can I just say really quickly that your Instagram, when you were at that party in the back, and oh, maybe Maria Menounos was It was, was Maria Menounos, yeah. I, you have got... It is one of the... I, I laughed for like a solid minute. Oh, thank you. It, she basically <laughs> I not wait to see it. I missed it. She says... I'm like basically I'm an I'm, expert in social situations. I'm effortlessly today. social and always the center of attention. And then it's this <laughs> I went to this party at Maria Menounos' house and I think I, I she posted an I don't know how I saw the photo. It was maybe an email like photos from the party and it's like Maria and three other super beautiful tan blonde skinny girls and then in the very background you see me just looking all awkward like i'm not in the photo it just happened to catch me it's truly one of the funny now i can't I find feel it like it's I saw truly it one now. of the funniest things i've ever seen anyway if you go that. here i can sh- i can show you um let's see here maybe if you google it if you it's my pin tweet so if you follow me on twitter at allison Rosen, oh it's on twitter well it's from instagram but i pinned right. i okay. pinned the instagram to my thing so it's um, it's truly iconic. Oh, I did see this. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. What are what are you are you holding your neck because it hurts? Yeah, I don't know why I'm holding my neck. <laughs> I think I had a tote bag on my also, arm. Also, can I just point it out everybody? Me. Well, this lady has on a black shirt, but then very colorful shorts. It was very summery. Everyone's but colorful, yeah, and you're in like all po- black. That's you're what your, I do. You're in your cure <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a polo event or something. <laughs> I, Allison in her goth gear. It. It's so good. It's so good. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, James? is this your email? That would go drive me crazy. Oh yeah, this has come up on the show. I bet we have the same situation. Yeah, he, I his have. Is, his is two thousand seven hundred and five and red ones. Many. I have fifteen thousand five hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> where are they? Uh, no, no, sorry. I mean, on your phone. Where is it? No, it's this. <laughs> That. I didn't even realize it could display five digits. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Now, yeah. my my thing is these are all <sighs> full of, spam, uh, full basically. Of yes, so are mine. Right. And Wait, I just, they are? Just, 
Why does it show it up then? Because well, we didn't do anything about them. They're I mean, yeah, there. they're not marked as spam. It's just like Groupon emails right. or something. So it's under your promotions tab or whatever. Yes. Oh, oh, because I don't. This you're using the Apple Mail. Yes, I use I Gmail. Guess. Well, no, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, but you use Gmail, but you send it through the Apple app. The the yes, the I think email so. app. Maybe I don't know because mine is a Gmail. Oh, I don't have a Gmail app. No, I, I have mail. Should we get Gmail? Because it doesn't apps? have that thing on it. Should we get the Gmail application? I think so. Oh, you right. should get the Gmail the application. Gmail, talk about it on your show. On, your, <laughs> Cusp, on, on the cusp of apps? <laughs> yeah. Okay. James Leroy Wilson says, watched 60 minutes with parents every week growing up, very rarely after I became an adult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except that and my husband DVRs it, but we never watch it. Same. I have a, I DVR it every, and so it comes on every week. Yeah. And I never. I, what I still watch that we used to watch growing up. I still 2020? watch Jeopardy. Meet the Press. Oh, that. Well, that's. I still watch that. You, your parents watched that growing up. Uh-huh. Huh. My dad would. But uh, but sixty minutes. I I don't even comb through to see what they're talking about, but it's mm-hmm. still on my DVR. Isn't it? Doesn't it feel like a lullaby? Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's not, I don't necessarily think it's interesting, but I feel like I'm at grandpa's house. (laughs) It's nice. Laurel Householder says, seeing someone wear a backpack on their front really bothers me. Same. I do it on the plane. Oh. Because it's faster to get it in the front than it is the back. And I know I won't hit somebody. It so is for a few moments out of the plane, I have it in the front. It's right you, because as you're walking down the aisles, you mean if you have it on your back, you might hit someone. Well, if I try to even put it on in my back, right. I might hit somebody. So I just I just put it in my front, and then I just walk forward. It's one of the few times I feel superior to somebody <laughs> is when I see someone walking. Not you. No, but no, it's okay if you do. But with a stranger walking with a backpack up front, I'm like, oh, at least I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I hope that's what people think when they see no, me. I doubt they do because yours is very, you're right. Those are very narrow, narrow aisles. So narrow. Yes. On narrow airline? Yes. Airline? <laughs> it does not, doesn't work well. Jamos for Aros also says, always try to get the last drop of water out of a glass at restaurant. Fear the pile of ice will shift and hit me in the face. Yeah, that's why you can't get the last drop. Yeah. Although recently, Impossible. recently I was given a straw and I was drinking water with a straw and I thought, why do I not always drink? You know, maybe this is why. Because I sp- specifically ordered water as opposed to just the water for the table. Maybe that's why they gave me a straw. I don't know. Somehow I had it was a straw like fancy. in my water. It, wasn't, it was just tap water, I think. My dentist thinks it's crazy that I don't drink coffee and wine with a straw. Because really? those are like the two big stainers. He's like, you don't drink. He made it seem like I was the only person not doing it. Which is not true. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I've been to restaurants and right. parties. And I've never seen anyone do either of those things. But that's, yeah, he said it's like crazy that I don't do Is that. it true that in SoCal or all of California, they're not allowed to bring you water? Unless you ask. Unless you ask, right? I don't know. Is, is that, that a true? drought thing yet? It seems like it could be true. I feel I, like half the places I go do it and half don't. Yeah. I don't know if it's a law. It might be. Drinking coffee out of a straw seems unsafe. I've been like on on a TV set or something. I've been given a straw with my coffee if I just have my makeup done or something. Right. But that's, for seems your, that's to protect the lipstick. Protect the integrity of your lipstick. Right. Yeah. It just seems unsafe. It seems I've never like even tried it because it just seems, seems like the like, straw would melt or Yeah, something. it doesn't seem right. But it doesn't. You shouldn't right. heat that plastic. Right. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, because of... I don't know. Is Phthalates it like or whatever free? Is it like BPA? Yeah. B- is it BPA? BPA? Yeah. Do you know I just read that MSG being harmful for you was a total lie? 
What? I think I've heard that before. Yeah. It was just like a distraction. It's not true From, at all. Like the Iraq war or something? <laughs> Similar. <laughs> Similar. Yeah. Just a lie. Yeah. All right. Rebel Stiltskin did that. Yes. <laughs> put, putting lies into the world. Yeah. What was Rumpelstiltskin about? He wanted her firstborn child. In order to, in exchange for what? Spinning gold? Yeah, she had to spin. She was given the gift of spinning gold. If but she in, didn't spin gold, wait. I think that he made, he, he faked it for her, the gold. Yes. The king was going to put her to death for she didn't unknown gold. reasons if right. she didn't spin straw into gold because she had that power. And so he, she didn't know how to – she was like, that's an impossible task. No one can do that. But Rumpelstiltskin could. Rumpelstiltskin could and said, I – when you become queen, that was it. I'll make you queen if you can spin straw into gold. And if you can't, I'll put you to death. That's so, what the king said, I think. Oh, uh, okay. And then so Rumpelstiltskin was – she was like, what do I do? And then Rumpelstiltskin appears and is like, I'll do it, but you have to give me your baby. So he does it. She becomes queen and then – She doesn't want to – Give her baby exactly. Up. Well, she should have used your move. And they somehow I'm tired. Man- <laughs> Shut up. And they somehow managed to destroy him, but I don't remember. How. Well, I because, think because if she could guess his name, that yes, was it. Then she didn't have to give her baby up. That is That's it. all so crazy. But crazy honestly, that she would marry someone who was like, if you right. don't do magic, you're gonna die. Yeah. Also, then you would marry him because he's threatened you. Right. It's you're a bad relationship. There's yeah. no look in everybody who wants to be a princess needs to understand that that's what it was like. <laughs> Right? I don't want to do it now. Marry your murderer. Yeah. Or you have a an evil wood imp who's threatening to take your children. Right. Well, he did. I mean, he did do something nice for her. I mean, he did, not, did her a huge favor. Yeah. I mean, he saved her, her life. life. Yeah. What is he going to do with that baby? I, right. Is I it a White Walker situation? I don't seem, know. It doesn't seem like it's going to be anything. Like I doubt he's going to be like I'm going to. You know what? There's a lot of pl- yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of plot holes in this. Yeah. I never thought about it. According to the internet, here are a couple of little facts about it that I forgot. Great. The reason the whole thing started was because a Miller was trying to look like a big shot, and he lied to the king. Oh, right. It was the dad's fault. Yes. That his daughter could do yes. it. Yes. What a dick. Yeah. And so the king locked her in a tower, and if she didn't do it, he was going to chop her head off. Just because? I forgot about the Yeah, like that father. was the punishment. And this is not, this is not given to children as um, be wary of men. <laughs> this is not like cradled in that what is the moral of this story rumpelstiltskin is a fun name yeah that's all that's all i took be a good guesser do you know what does it say where it came where it came from remember names i know it's german is it hans christian anderson there are a bunch of it's part of Grimm's fairy tales oh uh germany originally it says comes from germany england sweden and the netherlands or that's where it's found sure yeah, but, the Netherlands. People always say Germany's where all the crazy shit comes from. No, but the Netherlands straight from needs... the Nether. Those people are awful. Really? What is the moral, though? Are, yeah, do what any could you of the fairy tales have morals? They don't really. Cinderella could maybe be treat everybody nicely, even yeah. if they're poor, I guess. Yeah. Um, don't lose your shoes. Don't lose your shoes. Be they? friends with mice. Snow yeah. White, don't trust strangers. Don't take apples from bitches. Yeah. But I truly don't know what the lesson in Rumpelstiltskin is. Don't lie, I guess. But don't have your don't have don't your dad handle promises. your business. Yeah, Beyonce knew don't that be lesson. A big shot. Yeah, be be a woman of your word. Yeah. No, she didn't do anything. Well, no. she told Rumpelstiltskin she'd give him her baby, and then but she, she didn't. But she because was kind of forced dad, into a her corner. dad put her in that situation. Victim, I'm victim blaming. You really right are. Now. Yeah. You're right. They're really that's that's the that's really the thinnest of what's Little Mermaid. 
It's a. It's almost like a Little Mermaid. Like, what's the moral? Mm, don't don't be go happy f- in the sea. Yeah, don't yeah. don't trade your fin in for legs. Right. Or is it be adventurous? Um. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up the moral and auto played some video. <laughs> I thought you were about to play. <laughs> I thought you were playing. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. no. Is that from that or is that Aladdin? Aladdin? Mm. What's the word? That's it. Stay all day in that song. On Thursday, are you going to? I don't want to talk about it, but are you going to talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? I'm just curious. Um, no, we don't really do a lot of news stories because we record. In fact, I was debating whether to talk about um the Cincinnati Zoo gorilla situation, right. but decided not to because I figured by the time the show right, we right, record right, on right, Monday and the show airs on Thursday. Yeah. Um. But wait, you don't want to talk about it though? Well, I don't really know one that much about it, except that um did you read those texts? No. They I were pretty I heard horrible. that he sent to her? That his assistant sent to her. What what were they like? Well, I guess it was the assistant apologizing for Johnny Depp. The insinuation is that he the night before had beat the shit out of her. Jesus. And the assistant's now saying that those were doctored and that that wasn't real. But it's so crazy just that culture of an assistant apologizing to someone's girlfriend or wife for anything right. is crazy. Yes. That he's she, the assistant's Especially like for Johnny is so upset and he can't believe he did what he did and Ugh. you have every right to be upset about this and yeah, don't talk to him for a while but he's like tearing his hair out and it's like why isn't A, he picking up the phone Who to call her? B, person? Johnny Depp's assistant, I guess, for a long time. But they were so – and the assistant is saying they're doctored. Who knows if they are? But it definitely was like, motherfucker. Like, that is oh, – it's. Why just, do you think his ex-wife is saying he didn't do it? I don't know. Right. Maybe who, I don't. I don't know where. I don't know who's telling the truth. Who isn't on that on that thing? I think like you have to be some kind of crazy to lie about that. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to be some kind of super duper crazy to be doing this for money is like you know what I mean to like no, be that like she would like it's like gone girl that's so crazy mm, to yeah. do something that extreme so I think but I even just the simple thing of a, an assistant apologizing on behalf of your husband is, right is, yeah even that is nuts but I don't know the story's really crazy so anyway yeah yeah I saw I, I was following at the very beginning and then I stopped yeah I need to get back up on that um, okay, and here's our final Just call Brian. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> here's everything. I, I'm on it. Peaked by Parikh says, I'm paranoid that I'm going to accidentally swipe right on a relative because I'm swiping too fast. This is a Tinder reference, right? Yeah. Oh, my Tinder God. is after my time. And I'm so curious about it that occasionally I'm like, maybe I should get on Tinder. And then I remember I'm married. I can't. And I don't mean, I don't mean that I'm like, maybe I should get on there and date. I just mean maybe the I want to look at it. Yeah. yeah. But- I'm not going Use it to. For, have you ever done it on a friend's? No. Like, I have a friend who, who has it, and occasionally I'll be like, can you go on Tinder so that I can just play with that? Yeah. Um, and it's fun, but... So, yeah, I can't relate to that either. I never dated on Tinder. But you would have to... Isn't it by proximity? You'd have to live in the same town as someone oh, you're that's related right. it to. Is like, yes. But many do. Maybe they, this person lives at home. Actually, I don't think That would be mortifying. Yeah. That would be mortifying. Also... Are you? Are, is it? It's, well, what's are, scarier are you, are is if they email you. It's also crazy I think that, that your like, judgments are really fast. Just like, like that. boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, hot, hot, hot. Yeah, that's disgusting. It is the worst of not the that part of it is the worst of human nature. It is. Yeah. Although I know, didn't Matt? Do you remember Jeff? Didn't Matt Myra meet his wife on Tinder? 
He talked about it when I interviewed him. I think that he might have met his wife. So I know on one. Tinder? Wasn't it? I, I, I recall very few stories of people. I know what happens to people getting married on Tinder. I hear it a lot about OkCupid. Okay right. I think it might have. I, I think it was Tinder, but I could be wrong. Tinder is just like OkCupid. Okay, you actually look at a profile, right? But Tinder's just, this is my face. Do you like it? Right. right? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Wow. Well, okay. You know about Raya, right? Do you yeah. know about Raya? No. Raya is like Tinder for the famous. And like, that's and what I got to get on. Yes. <laughs> it's like um and my friend, like Jennifer Aniston. Like, April's on it. April Richardson? Yes. When you see her next, you should ask her okay. to see. Because it is next level. You you have a song that you put under your picture. And then it shows a slideshow. It's like Tinder, but a little more complicated. What's the criteria for being on it? You have to be invited. And you have to be look at how, look how irritated I am. I don't want to date, but I'm like, why? <laughs> I I, why? I, I, I want to be verified on Raya. I know I, it's based on your Twitter. <laughs> ver- if you're verified on Twitter, and then like if you're invited, they, it's like there's a bunch of things, like and, some crazy algorithm. Yeah, for it. yeah. But Is it we have a, we have a bunch a fr- of super famous people. Yeah, but like Moby's on it, of we, course. But he's on everything. I, I think he's on all of them. We have a friend in a successful relationship from Raya. Who? Ben. Oh yeah, Ben. Yeah. We have a friend who's on it. Ben who? His name is, he's a producer at Funny or Die, and he's dating... Um, Ricky Lincoln. Yeah. Ricky Lincoln? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I said her name They wrong. met on Raya. I love her. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. They've been, they, I feel like they're, they've been dating for a long you're time. You're right. You're right. They're, they're at right. parties together. Yeah, you're right. It's not a secret. No. It's, an, it's open. Well, she certainly didn't talk about Raya when she came on my show. <laughs> Wait, how is Raya spelled? R-A-Y-A, I think. They also maybe didn't meet on Raya. I thought maybe they did, though. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how that particular thing works because he also whatever he works at Funny or Die, so he probably he met her at a party. Right. But then yeah. maybe they wrong. saw each other around Raya. Yeah, because that's what happens with April. She like will see people on Raya, and then she'll go to a party, and they'll be like, "Are you on Raya?" It's weird. It's R A Y A or R A I A. No, I don't remember. But yeah, Raya. it doesn't matter. You can't get on unless you're invited. I'm really, I'm really now convinced that my life would be better if it included this somehow. <laughs> no. Even though I don't even see how it possibly how that would work. I feel like I just I put wood on the FOMO fire just now. Yeah, yeah. fuck gardening. Fuck I want to be on Raya, Raya. now. That That's is a hobby. that does feel like meditation on some level. Just like swiping yes. through people. Yes, it does. I agree. Cataloging just all the single people in Los well, Angeles. I just need to see who all these famous people it, are. I know. Yeah. And what their interests are. Yes. would also be totally fascinating. And yeah. I just want to be one. A lot of surf rock you wouldn't be surprised to know. Really? Yeah. Have you of- seen it? Have you, so you've seen it before. Yeah, I was yeah. stunned From by April, it. Yeah. it I, there's so many models. There's so many models. I, I, I was like, I wouldn't. I, even if I was invited, I wouldn't put myself on there because there's just there's it's all hot it's the hottest woman you've ever seen in your life is the premise that hey you're famous don't mess around with the um pedestrians or is it as a famous person you don't want to be seen on okay cupid or i think it's more that i think it's like a safe space right i think it's more that that's how they, at least that's how they that, push it. Right. Yeah. That, that, that it's like the sense. Soho house, basically, of dating. Right. And I've never been to the Soho house. It's really nice. That's what I, that's what everyone says. And they say it with the exact same <laughs> because tone Because you don't want too. it to be. Yeah. You want it to be stupid. And then you go and you're like, this is great. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a member, but I, but Are you a member? Nice. I've been there. Yeah. It's fine. I think, I don't know. I just, I feel like 
well, you get to a certain age and you're like, uh, you feel like you're like so everyone's looking at you and you don't, mm-hmm. I don't like that anymore. Right. Well, like you're like, who are you? Why are you here? And I don't right. like that. Yeah, feeling. that's true. That's gross. I don't know if that has to do with age, but I just like, it just feels like a lot of those eyeballs on you. Right. Yes. Yeah, see, that's people say like, oh, it's a great place to go work, um, work on your whatever you're, you know, bring your laptop and work or have a meeting. And like, that's exactly why I wouldn't want to go to that place is because I don't want to feel like I need to get dressed up to send emails. Yeah, and also, oh my, I would never want to work at that place because it basically, yeah, you're right. You'd have to get dressed up. People are looking at you. Right. That is that is a thing. It is. It just feels like a net a high end networking club. I guess it's just that they really figured out. They just nailed this the thing of like, it's casual, but doesn't it feel good? Like they just like <laughs> yeah. nailed. Right. You know what like I mean? the Hamptons or something. Yeah. But it's is like that, that? But is it? But do you feel like, in your opinion, is it better than like going to work at like Pally House? Because it's more like exclusive, right? I don't know. That's a good question. What's it Pally just House? Feels- God, I'm not living a very fun life. <laughs> Pally House, you're close. It's in. It's like it's on Holloway Drive next to um that um. It's like Santa Monica and La Cienega. What's that famous bar that. that's over there? Wrong person. I know. I don't I, know. I, I just started anymore. a conversation that none of us can answer. <laughs> it just feels easy. But, but what like, is it's a, it's a, it's like a hotel. Easy. It's a hotel, but in the in the bottom floor, it's a ca- like a open lounge which has really calm decorations and, and that like you can place, get like coffee. Midweek is great. I yeah. am writing this down. It becomes is it a P A L I I H O U S E. It's La Cienega and Holloway. I am going to check that out. It's across from the IHOP. If you I go, like easy. If you go during it's the really day easy. in the middle of the week, it's a really nice atmosphere. Does it have easy parking? That's the easiest oh, for me. Probably. Yeah, it actually does, does it? because you can park until six because it's, it's it's all. Um, oh yeah, it's all in restricted the, in parking, the, but in the red in the. Uh, but it's not towway till the night. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know, another good place is um, is any of those hotels on on Hollywood. Believe it or not, those lounges are very quiet. During the week, though. Like which ones? The Roosevelt. Oh, like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty quiet. Yeah. But you have to, you have to go in, into to the go heart in, of it. You have to go to in, get there. You have to go past in and out. Yeah. 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 You guys, it was so much fun. This was amazing. Thank you so, so much. Fun. Thank you. I'm going to tell the listeners where to find me, and then Jeff's going to tell them where to find him, and then we're going to get all your plugs and things Great. like that. Great. Um, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Go to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That's where you can subscribe. You can uh, leave us a nice comment if you would be so kind. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Um, Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. Snapchat Allison Rosen BFF. Instagram Allison Rosen. Um, and all, all the places to find me are on my website. Because I've expressed that I feel uncomfortable listing all of them. And then I just listed most of them. (laughs) Jeff, where should we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox for all of your podcast production and insurance needs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Brian, where should we find you? And you guys both plug all the things you want people to look out for. Um, I'm at Brian Safi on everything. And then... uh, Uh, So that's B-R-Y-A-N-S-A-F-I. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and then throwingshade.com slash tour is where all the tour dates are. And we're going on tour August and September. And then look out for the TV land show in January, which we'll be plugging the hell out of the sooner it comes. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm at Gibblertron, G-I-B-B-L-E-R-T-R-O-N. It's my last name if I was a robot on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. And um, I don't snap. Only with my fingers when I walk down the street. <laughs> um, and uh, Brian said all the stuff. 
And watch Gay of Thrones. It, oh yeah, I'm do, doing yeah. Gay of Thrones right now, which my with my hairdresser Jonathan Van Ness, which I was credited under a hairbrush for. <laughs> so please, I've invested a lot of time in it. So yeah, check it out. Awesome. Thank you guys so thank much. Thank you, Allison. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 